0: For today's AI Roundup, the US Air Force is investing heavily into AI drones, which leads me to ask the question, do you want Skynet? Because that's how you get Skynet. Plus, Hollywood extends an olive branch to striking writers and actors, but are they really trying to sneak in loopholes to replace them with AI? And finally, I'll be testing out Eleven Labs' new multilingual V2 model to see how I'd sound in French, Filipino, and even Hindi if I wasn't so terrified of <laughs> that Duolingo bird. Alright, what up everyone? Welcome back to AI Roundup. This is our quarter centurion episode and honestly, I'm not sure if it works that way with episode numbers, but I can't believe that we're 25 shows deep already. Speaking of which, please make sure you don't miss next week's show where I'm going to be doing a use case extravaganza. It's going to be an absolute smorgasbord of AI tools all smashed together. And uh, since I'm bringing up AI tools, I want to send a shout out to the folks at Full Journey who commented on last week's episode You're welcome, guys. Uh, No, but really, thank you. I I love what they're doing at Full Journey. I want to encourage everyone to go check out their Discord server. They are really doing some amazing stuff with generative images, videos, music, and even speech. So right up our alley for this type of stuff. And before we dive into our stories for today, here's a few things coming up on the MSP Media Network. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, we have a new partner first webinar, Secure, Simplify, Succeed with Identity and Access Management. And on Friday at 5 p.m., we've got a new episode of 38 to 38 with Joe Purcell of Bell Tech Logics. That's a homie of mine, so make sure you go check that one out. It's a great show. And looking ahead to next week on Thursday, September 7th, we'll have episode 64 of The Tech Bar with Megan Killian of MKC Agency, which she's been on a special report of MSB Dispatch and really funny and fun person to watch. So make sure you're there for that one. All right, for our first actual impact story, I spotted this one from Axios. It's by Tyler Buchanan, the Columbus Dispatch temporarily halted the use of an AI sports writing tool after an article on Westerville football game faced widespread criticism for its robotic tone and inaccuracies. The article was part of a series of game recaps generated by Lead AI and published in Gannett-owned newspapers, which led to questions about editorial oversight and ethical responsibilities in using AI for journalism. All right, here we go again. It's a classic case of putting AI to use and not monitoring the outputs at all. I don't know why this keeps happening. It seems like the, the journalism industry is right for this kind of stuff to happen. And I don't know why no one is looking at the results. Some of my favorite stuff that I read about this article was that it didn't use any of the players' names, and then even at certain parts had bracketed winning team's mascot, bracketed winning, uh, losing team's mascot, so it, it was really phoning it in here, and <laughs> I think we're just going to keep seeing this stuff if people think they can just plug in the AI and let it run. I, it's just, it's not going to work. And speaking of the terrifying idea of plugging things in and letting it run, uh, this article I spotted from the Register is by Katiana Quach. And the U.S. Air Force is planning to invest almost $6 billion for around 2,000 AI-powered pilotless drones known as the XQ-58A Valkyrie. These drones, each costing about $3 million, are intended to serve various roles alongside human pilots. Thank God for that. Uh, such as surveillance, resupply, and combat. The plan requires congressional approval and is estimated to take between five and 10 years to develop drones capable of real air combat. Now, I don't, I I can't get on board with this. I mean, I'm sure somebody that's more involved with military and and all these kind of uh, sectors that I have never touched on could give a better reasoning for this, but I think we need to leave the AI automation out of uh, uh, things that can kill people that's just my opinion I really hope uh, you know (laughs) I don't like to tease the idea that Terminator could come true from all this stuff but this is the one that freaks me out and I know there's already other stuff going on there with war plans uh, utilizing AI so I know this isn't the first but the more I hear it the, the more discouraged I get Let's, let's look on the bright side of what AI technology can do for humans, for the good of humans, that is. Uh, one last article that I spotted from The Guardian, it's by Hannah Devlin. Researchers at the University of California, San Francisco, enabled a severely paralyzed woman to communicate through a digital avatar by translating her brain signals into speech and facial expressions. The technology uses tiny electrodes implanted on the brain's surface. And although not perfect, the system shows promise in transforming the lives of people with conditions that impair speech and mobility. So, yes, here we go. Let's do this. Let's do more of this and less of the the drones. I think (laughs) this is really exciting to me. And it's something that people have dreamed about for a long time, that computers uh, would be able to give folks uh, access to things that they'd lost through you know, in this case a paralyzation, I hope that uh, this technology really develops more. And I, you know, for me, this is where I see the optimism in AI. You know, uh, I think it's always worth pointing out this show, we call it AI Roundup, but nothing that's happening here is actually artificial intelligence. It's just that we're learning how to make models uh, for computers that can do stuff way more powerfully than it could have 10 years ago. So this is where I wanna keep seeing this going. And keeping things going for the big picture, an article from Hollywood Reporter by Winston Cho, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers recently outlined a proposal to the Writers Guild of America detailing how they intend to integrate generative AI tools into the screenwriting process. The proposal indicates that AI-generated content will not undercut human writers and would need human revision to be copyright protected. The Guild responded by saying the proposal failed to protect writers sufficiently. The AMPTP offered to compensate writers as if they were pinning original works when they are in fact touching up scripts generated by AI, thereby making these scripts eligible for copyright protection. The U.S. Copyright Office maintains that works created solely by AI cannot be copyrighted. They must have a human element, which we covered on an earlier story on the show. And I wanted to touch on this because obviously the writers and the, the actors' strike is ongoing. It's a huge deal. The AI element is a, a big part of it. And not only do we talk about it on this show, we talked about it on MSP Dispatch where Ray Orsini had said, hey, writers, uh, you got this, It's uh, the fight is over. Now we see that the studios are trying to find a loophole. They're saying, hey, well, let us use AI. As long as you guys can, you know, do the final touches to it, then they can copyright it. Um, I have mixed feelings on this. I like the idea of humans using AI in a workflow. And I've said that many times on the show. I don't believe that the spirit of what I'm saying is behind this agreement that they're proposing. So... Writers, actors, stay strong. I, I'm with you on this one. Uh, I just don't trust the studios. So, we've seen too much uh, bad faith coming out of all this. And I do believe that this is just a loophole that they're trying to get by on you guys. All right, one more story for the big picture. Spotted the story from decrypt.co by Jose Antonio lands. Microsoft has introduced a new AI training method called the algorithm of thoughts aimed at making large language models more efficient and human-like in reasoning, the technique guides the model through a streamlined problem-solving process using in-context learning, which allows the AI to systematically explore different solutions. This results in faster, less resource-intensive problem-solving, The AOT approach improves upon existing methods like the chain of thought by providing more reliable intermediate steps. The AOT seeks to blend human intuition and algorithmic efficiency to enhance the reasoning ability of generative AI models. Okay, so this is cool. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I don't know if you guys caught it, but we did a special probably 10 episodes about how generative AI has become a household name. And in that episode, we touched on lots of the little steps that uh, are happening to make this technology possible. Now, I think one thing that's been missing is that there's such a sizzle moment going on that the steak (laughs) itself is maybe not that delicious, but the sizzle of it cooking has got everyone's attention and we start to lose sight of things like this where there's new steps in the process that are being introduced, which I think, you know, it, it ideally hopefully makes these systems work a lot better you know i can tell you just from trying to use chat gbt for today's episode i tried to get it to summarize you know two three articles in a row and it totally hallucinated uh, and gave me t- two stories it, it just it made up about nvidia and something else weird stuff so I like these systems i've said it many times before but they i think a lot of people need to know that they have a long way to go so here's another step let's see where the algorithm of thoughts will take us and speaking of being taken places i think it's time for a use case let's let 11 labs take us all around the world and see if they can make me speak languages i've never even attempted before Okay, so I've played with 11 Labs uh, technologies before, but uh, this latest story I caught from Hype Beast, it's by Sarah Kearns. Eleven Labs has launched Voice Lab. It's a text-to-speech software that can convert text into AI-generated voice in 30 different languages. The program retains the original voice and accent of the speaker and aims to increase accessibility in applications like dubbing audiobooks and aiding the visually impaired. Okay, so I was very excited to play with this. I have uh, a (laughs) buku, see what I did there, of uh, recordings of myself from doing this show. I went back and I grabbed uh, a couple of chunks where there was no music in the background, fed it in, uh, gave it a couple of labels, and then I went to town. So first up, uh, we're gonna get some help from uh, DID as well. If you haven't checked that out, d It will help you make uh, AI avatars of yourself or, or any images. Uh, we're gonna hear how my voice sounds in several different languages. Let's check it out. First up, here's how my simulated voice sounds in English. And now, here's how comment am, but I simulate in French. And, and, target fuse, our brother was a good audio, simulate na bosses of Filipino. Or, until we have a battle, we a simulator of ours, and And just me, I think i this by how with the 11 Labs Multilingual v in italiano. Okay, so that's pretty fascinating. Uh, when it comes to French, I you know, I know a little bit of French, so actually I found that one believable. I wanted to touch on Filipino and Hindi because I have no clue how to speak any words in either of those languages, and just off the cuff, uh, it didn't sound particularly believable to me, but I don't know. If you native speakers of Filipino and Hindi can give me some pointers, let me know if it actually was convincing or not. I'd love to know. Um, And if you try it out, I mean, I think you can join 11 labs your first month for like a dollar. So if you are curious about what this can do, you know, go test it out and then sound off in the MSP media discord. Let us see, you know, what kind of stuff you're translating your voice into. Uh, Maybe you have some reservations about feeding your voice into this. I'm Hey, I'm taking one for the team here. I got to try it out. But anyway, sound off in the Discord. Let me hear what you've made. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. It's always at MSP Media TV, anywhere you look for us. If you have any questions, you can email us news at MSP media TV, or leave us a voicemail 833 MSP Network. I'm Phil Buck. This has been your August 30th episode of AI Roundup, and I'll see you next time.